Good day, brothers and sisters, and welcome to another edition of Centurion Faith, the podcast that helps you to seek the kind of faith that makes Jesus marvel. I just want to thank you. Um, I've been so blessed um, by the feedback that I've gotten on these podcasts, and uh, they're just such a blessing to do them. And um, in these last days that we're living in, in these times that we're living in, I just uh, thank the Lord uh, Jesus Christ for... um, giving me just another little um, avenue of ministry here uh, through these podcasts. I enjoy listening to podcasts. That's my cat in the background, Dandy, just said hello. Um, I enjoy doing these podcasts because I like listening to podcasts so much and I get so much content. There's God's put um, so many gifts in, in each of us and I love to try to just pick some fruit, some spiritual fruit off other people's trees and listen to their giftings and Um, No two people can be standing at the same place at the same time and looking to God. And so we all get a different vantage point. We all see something beautiful and brilliant in God when we seek him through his word and through his spirit. And I just just love doing these and I just feel so blessed that people would actually give give it a few minutes to listen to it and be blessed by it. That's all I want from, from, um, any of the listeners is just to be blessed and then to go out and be a blessing in the same way that I fill up on really good content on God's word and uh, his spirit through through podcasts and through other people sharing through uh, written devotions, things like that. I just love trying to hear from God and, and so often he's speaking um, through other people. He's decided to just do things this way. So um, where he... He doesn't put himself all in one person. He gives us each uh, our own uh, little basket of gifts uh, that are very unique to us. And uh, just in the same way that we all have um, a unique fingerprint and unique DNA, a unique eye pattern that no one else has of, of all the 8 billion people on the planet today. No one else has the same combination of gifts from God. And no one has the exact same calling from God. Uh, where these gifts are dispensed. So I just wanted to share that with you before I started. And this is a message I've I've really been wanting to do for for years, if not now decades. Uh, it's something that's always been in me. And most of these messages you probably noticed lately have been questions. And um, this is a question I've just been asking over and over uh, for the last couple decades. And that is, why is First Corinthians chapter thirteen so so popular? Why is 1 Corinthians chapter 13 so popular? And for those of you who are wondering um, what 1 Corinthians 13 is, I'm sure when I when I read it, if you don't already know, you're going to say, oh yeah, that's the passage. That's the passage I've heard at almost every wedding I've been to. This is the most often read scripture at weddings. And um, it's just a beautiful scripture and it's on God's love, his agape love, or what the Bible refers to as charity. Um, And I'm just going to read it um, really quickly and you'll recognize it. And again, the question is, why is this so popular? And let's think on this together. And it says, it starts out first, I'm going to read the whole thing. It's a very short chapter. It's one of the most short but powerful chapters in the Bible. It says, if I speak in the tongues of men and angels, but I have not love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. 
if I have the gift of prophecy and I can fathom all the mysteries and all the knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but I have not love, I'm nothing. If I give all I possess to feed the poor and surrender my body to the flames, but I have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but it rejoices with the truth. It always protects, it always trusts, it always hopes, it always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled, and where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when perfection comes, the imperfect disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, and I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, I put childish things behind me. Now we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three things remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Amen. Thank you for the word of God. Father, thank you. I just am amazed. I I did a message uh, yesterday that uh, really kind of really led me to into this message. And the message I did yesterday was on how do we love God. And I would recommend that you give that a listen if you if you uh, enjoy this message. That you give that a listen. I was astounded at the amount hundreds of downloads in in just a matter of days on that one message. And uh, God has really been encouraging me that as I just preach the love of God and the grace of God that we find that we find in Jesus Christ, that um, the the message um, of the gospel is getting more and more laser focused, like a funnel. Everything is funneling down to Jesus. Every eye, every ear, everything, as this world gets shaken. Is, is focusing and funneling now on Jesus Christ himself. It's absolutely amazing to me that love is his message. 1 John 4.10 says it's not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be a propitiation or an atoning sacrifice for our sins. And God not only came... Jesus came and died on the cross for not only our sins, but the sins of the entire world. And that's 1 John 2, 2. This is love that God gave his one and only son, that whosoever, that's anybody, whosoever shall believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that through him, the world might be saved. I think the message of 1 Corinthians 13, we started out, why is this such a popular passage? Because it's one that everybody can understand. Even people who don't know the Lord can resonate or have this message resonate with them. 
I think it's a powerful message and I think it should be read at all weddings. I think it's the the um, pinnacle of the message of the gospel and that is God so loved the world that he sent Jesus. And I think we're gonna be spending, the Bible says, all eternity unwrapping this gift of Jesus Christ. A babe born in a manger, God coming down, making, humbling himself, becoming a man, becoming like us so he could relate to us, giving his life so now that we can, we can live in union with him in the spirit and we can walk as Jesus walked and talked as Jesus talked. I think it's just a, such a beautiful thing. And love is the main thing. It's, you know, the Bible says in, in throughout the scriptures, but especially is highlighted in 1 Corinthians 13, that we can have all of these spiritual gifts we can prophesy. We can have gifts of healing and miracles. We can understand all knowledge. We can know the Bible backwards and forwards, but we have no love. We can easily become like the Pharisees that Jesus absolutely, absolutely could not stand because of their hypocrisy. I think when we, we make it our, our goal to love people with the love of Christ, with the power of through the Holy Spirit that he provides with his agape love, his, his charity, his kind of love. And I think it's described perfectly. It doesn't boast, it's patient, it's kind, it's not rude, it's not self-seeking. His love keeps no record of wrongs. As far as the east is from the west, the Bible says, so far has he removed your sins from you and from me. He keeps no record of wrongs. We're the ones that keep record of wrongs. Love doesn't do that. God doesn't do that. He always protects. He always hopes. He always perseveres. I think it's amazing that we can possess and operate in all of the spiritual gifts listed in the Bible, but fail to love. And I think people see that today. I think the reason so many people don't come to Christ or are reluctant to come to Christ is because they see the hypocrisy that's in the church or in his body. They see people that go to Sunday's services every Sunday and may go on Wednesday night and they preach the gospel. They, 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 they talk it, but they don't walk it. And I'm afraid to say that that describes me sometimes. I'm afraid to say, I'm, I'm, I'm saying humbly, that a lot of times God reveals that to me, that, that my love walk is in, in, in desperate need of help and need of repair. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. I thank God that he chastises me or corrects me and shows me you've got to walk in love. And he shows me someone like my wife, who's a great example of walking the walk. I like to talk the talk, but I'd say she really knows how to walk the walk and show people the love of God. I love watching her life and trying to emulate Christ in her, the things that I see in her that I think are beautiful and wonderful, and that is the things that are that are Christ. And so she helps me in that regard, and I help her in that regard. I don't want to throw away the written word of God. The written word of God is is quick and powerful and sharp, but so is the living word of God, the Spirit of God. And by that Spirit, we're supposed to love one another Reverend Fred always says to me, my, my mentor, Reverend Fred, that 
you guys, most of you guys know, he always says you can't mistake a kiss. You can't mistake when someone is really loving you with the love of God, with compassion, with mercy, with the grace of God. It's unmistakable like a kiss. He said to me the other day, he said, there's two things you can't hide, Jeff. That's love and old age. And that's so true. But we don't want to hide this love anymore. We want to share it. I want to ask the Lord to help me to walk more than I talk, to live out this life. Philippians 1 verse 21 says, For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Die to myself each day, and to try to put others first, and to have real compassion and real empathy towards others. That's my prayer for myself. Would you pray that for me as I pray that for you? And as I close this message, I just want to remind you to take a look at 1 Corinthians 13 and ask yourself the same question that I believe the Lord is asking us. Why is this so popular? And then perhaps if you have the time, look at chapter 12, the chapter right before 13, and then 14, the chapter right after, and and look at how amazing it is that both uh, 1 Corinthians 12 and 14, those two chapters that are like two pieces of bread on either side of 1 Corinthians 13, that each of those talk about all the gifts of the Spirit and that how we all have different gifts and different administrations of the gifts God gives us and that God does not put himself all in one person. He's purposely put his gifts in each of us to make us need each other, to make us go to each other so we can get what we have need of through each other. God set it up this way. There are no super dupers in this walk. And the people that think they're super dupers don't yet know God. The man who thinks he knows anything really doesn't know much. But the man who loves is a man who's known by God and known of God. These three things remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. I want to thank you for listening to this message today. And I want to close with a prayer and just say, Father God, I thank you for showing us that love is the goal. Love is the pinnacle. Love is the fulfillment of the law. We can love you, Father God, by loving one another. And when we, when we purpose of our own free will to put others first in our lives, we will see your spirit come alive and come alongside us to help us to lead us and guide us into love. I pray this blessing over each and every person today. In Jesus' name, I thank you. Amen.